Today, Rinpoche continued his discussion of the general sufferings of cyclic existence, specifically the six types of suffering, utilizing Jayan Sheva's commentary and the various categories he uses for the explanation of it. So, once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the uh, stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, and we're looking specifically at the section uh, that deals with, um, I'll get you the uh, page number exactly. Uh, begins on page 271, where we find the uh, outline, which is, begins with the actual meditation on suffering. So under that category, there are two categories, reflection on the universal or the general types of suffering of cyclic existence, and then uh, reflection on the specific sufferings of cyclic existence. Uh, so that first category, reflection on the general sufferings of cyclic existence, has three categories. Uh, reflection on the eight types of suffering, reflection on the six types of suffering, and reflection on the three types of suffering. So we're currently dealing with the section which is entitled Reflection on the Six Types of Suffering. <laughs> So in English, uh, the page is 281, where the six types of suffering uh, begin. Nicha nishu sachi. Nicha nipei nishu sachi nijja. Okay. Go go tell chi ni ba tell doa. Bless sir. Yeah. Uh, so everyone, page 281 is where we'll begin. Uh, even though we've already gone through some of this section once already, we'll go over it again uh, so everyone ascertains it very well. Um, so, uh, in Jayan Sheba's outline, uh, we find that there are actually two categories um, that are shown uh, for this particular section on the reflection on the six types of suffering. Uh, first is the actual six types of suffering, uh, and that's where we find these six types of suffering, the presentation. Uh, and then the second category uh, we have um, uh, the, um, uh, the six faults uh, that um, have three types. 
Um, so that that's the second category. The six faults that comprise three types. Um, so um, that's number two in general. <coughs> share this outline. So what the number two things that doing two something shitting is that you do. Shitting is what the shitting is about. Shitting is about shitting the normal duro. Shitting is about which normal duro is under which you know. Shitting is about the ドゲンドゥソンヨアレスドゲンソンナンタマデシュシドゲンドゥリオアレオテドゲンドゥトンブトレスシディンデバレドゥソンビタマネシュシニミヒンベデトソンバシャウスタマシュシニミジャザンナ
Sentinel Nikamayabad Dan Idenroi Chi <coughs> Okay, so first we have the fault of uncertainty. Uh, so the fault of uncertainty has two categories. The fault of uncertainty that pertains to future lives, and then the fault of uncertainty that pertains to this life. Uh, so the fault of uncertainty that pertains to future lives means that um, as you um, go through cyclic existence, uh, your relatives, your sons, your mothers, your fathers, um, um, uh, will not necessarily have the same relationship in the future lives uh, with you as they do at this time. Uh, so there is no certainty of what relationship they will have with you. Uh, your uh, father becomes your mother, your mother becomes your uh, son, uh, and so forth. Uh, um, uh, um, so we see that uh, there are all these different things that uh, um, change uh, in the future lives. So this is the fault of uncertainty of our future lives. So it's our friends uh, um, from this life uh, could become our enemies in our future lifetimes. And our enemies of this life uh, could become our friends of our future lifetimes. And then we could have 
a situation where our friends or our enemies become something which is neither, uh, which is a neutral relationship in our future lives with us. Um, so we see that we have no certainty in regards to what relationship we will have with the beings that we have relationships with in our current life, in our future life. Um, so that's the first category. The second category that re, uh, um, pertains to the fault of uncertainty in this life means that there is no certainty that our friends will stay our friends. Our friends become our enemies. Uh, there's no certainty that our enemies will stay our enemies. Our enemies become our friends. Uh, so we can see also cases where uh, they're, uh, um, they can uh, become something which is uh, neither, that we have then later a neutral relationship with. Um, so we see that all of these relationships don't have any concrete uh, stability. They don't have any certainty. Uh, so that is the fault of uncertainty. So we'll read. The fault of uncertainty as you pass through cyclic existence, close relatives such as your father and mother become enemies in other lifetimes, while enemies uh, become close relatives. Similarly, your father becomes your son and your son your father. Your mother becomes your wife and your wife your mother. Since there is nothing but a succession of such transformations, there is nothing that you can count on. And then we have a quote from Nagarjuna's uh, friendly letter that states, for those in cyclic existence there are no certainties because fathers become sons, mothers become wives, enemies become friends, and the converse happens as well. So we find the same point being made here, uh, that in cyclic existence nothing, nothing is certain, uh, that our own father could become our son, and our own mother in our future life could become our wife, and our enemies uh, in our future life can be our friends, and then also our friends can be our enemies. Uh, so uh, these are the two categories, the fault of uncertainty in this life, uh, and the fault of uncertainty in our next life. Dixon. <laughs> Lesser. ね、だね、とそやん、だね、ねかまいんばまんこてんで、ジョナグレス。パマテニ、ちゃんね、ダウンジュース。だね、かまいんばてやん、さんさんだちゃんごれ、さんさんねちゃんごれ。ね、てじ
now we have a focus on uh, um, in this life uh, where we find this uncertainty. It says, even in this life, enemies become friends and vice versa. The Tantra requested by Sabahu says, uh, within a short space of time, an enemy can become a friend and a friend can become an enemy. Likewise, either one may become indifferent while those who are indifferent may become enemies and, or intimate friends. Knowing this, the wise never form attachments. They give up the thought of delighting in friends and are content to focus on virtue. Uh, so here the point is made that in this lifetime we don't have stability with our relationships. We can find times when our friend becomes our enemy. Uh, we can find other times when those who were previously our enemies uh, become our friends. And then we can find that we'll suddenly have an indifferent uh, feeling towards either one of those types of beings uh, potentially in the future, even in this life. Um, so we can see where we can form even neutral feelings towards those that we ha saw as our enemies or those that we saw as our friends. Um, so we see the uncertainty there. While those who are indifferent being become our enemies or intimate friends, so those even that are neutral to us now uh, have the potential to have either one of those kinds of relationships with us. And then it says, knowing this, the wise never form attachments. So those who have wisdom, uh, those who have uh, understanding, uh, know um, that there is no certainty. Uh, so therefore, they don't form attachment to those that they find to be their friends. They don't form uh, um, anger or hatred to those that they find to be our enemies, their enemies, uh, and they don't disregard those who are neutral to them. Uh, it says they give up on the thought of delighting in friends and are content to focus on virtue. So this uh, point which states that they're content to focus on virtue means that they recognize these uncertainties and as a result of this don't form attachment to friends, don't form attachment to enemies, and as a, uh, instead de develop the desire to definitely emerge or develop renunciation. Uh, um, and that is what it means, and are content to focus on virtue, to focus on a desire to definitely get out of cyclic existence. Uh, so this is what uh, the meaning of the uh, quote from the uh, Tantra requested by Sabahu is, uh, and it's referring to the suffering, which is the uncertainty uh, in, in this life, which, which is the fault of uh, uncertainty in this life. Lesser. So in this, I don't know what to do. In this uh, particular section, uh, again, Rimache, the long yure, the ne, the dets moa yure, the injike logo. By meditating on this, you should check the arising of attachment and hostility that comes from discriminating between friends and enemies. Be aware that among the phenomena of cyclic existence, absolutely nothing can be trusted. Become disenchanted. Um, uh, so, 
this is uh, the the the, num the the final point uh, made: become disenchanted, uh, develop a desire to definitely emerge, or develop renunciation. Uh, so here, uh, the fault of uncertainty has two categories. The first category, the suffering, which is the fault of uncertainty in our future lives, and then the second category, which is the suffering, which is the fault of uncertainty uh, in uh, um, this life. Um, so these are the, the two. So the second point, <coughs> I'm sorry, the second uh, suffering among the six uh, is the fault of insatiability. <coughs> so we find uh, this section, uh, Jayan Sheva actually states that there are eight points, there are eight actual categories in, in the outline. Uh, in this sec in in this number two, uh, and that is called the fault of insatiability. Tee ตาจะซื้อเลยครับตาแต่เลยมองอ่ะจีอ่าทัวทัวเนี่ยทัวเนี่ยใครอยู่อ่ะสมาร์ทเว่ทัวเซลล์ชีซีเจอร์เรจัง
that if we were to add up all of the milk that we've drank in our <coughs> series of births, uh, we, we would say that it would fill the four oceans. Um, and so that would be the large quantity um, that it would be if we were able to add up all of the milk that we've drank in, those continu uh, in the continuum of our births that we've had over and over again. So this is point number one in Jayan Shiva's commentary. Dewa 
Did you jump cold water, Rain? You jumped it. Okay, so I was just trying to find where the section actually stopped for number two. Um, so now we get into the second category in Giant Shape's outline, uh, and it's that we have no lack of experience with the wonders and the sufferings of cyclic existence. So that's the uh, name of category number two. It says, when you reflect on how you have no lack of experience with the wonders and sufferings of cyclic existence, you should become disenchanted. You indulge in pleasures in pursuit of satisfaction, yet with worldly pleasures you are never satisfied no matter how much you enjoy them. Hence, time and time again, your craving grows, and on that account, you wander for ages through cyclic existence. Through a measurably long period of time, you will experience intolerable suffering, uh, which those pleasures will not ameliorate in the least. Um, uh, so, uh, here, uh, we have had uh, all of the um, uh, wonders of the higher realms of cyclic existence, um, or the excellence uh, when we were gods uh, in the human realm we've had all of these various enjoyments uh, we've had large amounts of sufferings when we dwelled in the lower realms of cyclic existence when we were in the hell realm uh, and where we went, when we were in the hungry ghost realm uh, so we've had all of those experiences within cyclic existence uh, and then when we think about this uh, and we think about this uh, um, uh, um, um, uh, suffering uh, and, uh, and happiness and the lack of stability uh, that we have in regards to our pleasures or our happiness uh, we become disenchanted so that means we get a desire to emerge from it we get a desire uh, to um, um, get out of cyclic existence uh, which is renunciation a desire to definitely emerge um, so uh, that's where it says you should become disenchanted you indulge in pleasures in pursuit of satisfaction yet with worldly pleasures you are never satisfied with no matter uh, how much you enjoy them so uh, here it's stating that we are not uh, one uh, is, um, craving grows uh, because there is no satisfaction uh, even with the wonders of cyclic existence um, uh, and um, we, even though we've had all these sufferings um, we still are in cyclic existence um, so uh, then point number two ends uh, where the friendly letter begins uh, in, in the friendly letters cat, uh, category number three uh, where we find the example of a leper Shedding 
Um, so number three, uh, again, uh, starts here with the friendly letter. Uh, just as a leper uh, tormented by maggots turns to fire for relief but finds no peace, uh, so should you understand attachment to sensual pleasures. So we find the example um, of the leper um, who um, turns to fire because he's, has these ma- or she has maggots and will looks for <coughs> some sort of relief uh, and, and uses fire to burn it. Um, uh, and likewise, uh, um, the pleasures within cyclic existence, the uh, enjoyments that we have within cyclic existence, uh, even though they um, uh, give us a, a, an amount of pleasure, uh, it, it, there is no stability within uh, that pleasure. Um, so it says, uh, but fi- you should understand attachment uh, to sensual pleasures. Um, so uh, it won't last, is what it what it means. That even though there's a a, a mild amount of pleasure, um, it it will uh, turn into suffering. It won't last. Just as the leper looks for relief with the fire, uh, even if there is a moment of relief, uh, there's later uh, torment from the burning itself. So number four in Jayan Sheva's category is that uh, um, even though even if you get what you would want, you're never satisfied. Um, and then we find a, a quote from the uh, compendium of perfections. What the passion duba, passion duba, passion duba, letansa, dobata da tuba, dobata da tuba, nejijin to tembata, nejijin to tembata, moto sabi, mungunasa, dobata da tuba, dobi, and a cuy doa, metal hai doa, and a susun doa. The <laughs> So number four, again, is that no matter, even if you get what you want, you're not satisfied. So the compendium of perfection says, you get what you want, use it up, then acquire more, and still you are not satisfied. What could be sicker than this? Uh, So no matter uh, what enjoyments you're able to obtain, uh, in the higher realms of cyclic existence, whatever pleasures or enjoyments uh, you have as a god or a human, um, you are not satisfied with them ever. Uh, when you get the things that you desire, you want more. 
Um, so there is this state of dissatisfaction, and then the quote states, what could be sicker than this? Uh, which means that this is the real largest, this is the largest illness, this is the real big illness um, uh, that we have, this idea that we're not satisfied even when we get what we want. Ne ジョワジェスマテチャンデガイデタマガイダンガバトロガバディンガパニシリロチンテチネゴメンロチンロロチンナサワトレトンダディンジャンジャンジェブカルテンガトゥナメチンガソマニュイドゲチヨマドゲサ
那这个德华草蜜牛草的，德华草蜜牛草的，咱们俺从俺要打，干些打比，他不土有嘛的，土没水水啊，多得人多啊，土不没水水啊，多得人多啊，土不没水水啊，多得人多啊，土不没水水
Mutu 
Sembur Chuji, Zatibe, and Salu Seba Kaimba, Ome Jasu, Chenato, T. Kana Shindu Kansa. But Jen Bak, Marva, Salu Sana, what to do, Tanda Yoba, you know what they Jatu Yakayum is, King Shesum Bataros, what about things that it? True what? True what, Marva? That's it. So, then uh, number six. Uh, think about this. Furthermore, you will become very disenchanted with cyclic existence if you reflect on what the alleviating sorrow says. So here we find a quote from the sutra, and it states that you'll get a desire to emerge. You'll develop renunciation if uh, you think in this way. Uh, again and again in hells, you drank boiling liquid copper so much that even the water in the ocean does not compare. So. Uh, in previous lives, uh, in the hell realms, we drank so much molten copper uh, um, that it would overflow an ocean, um, so that it would be more than the, the ocean uh, water. And it says, the filth you have eaten as a dog and as a pig would make a pile far, far more vast than the Meru, the king of mountains. So the dogs and pigs eat dirty things. Uh, and if you added up all of the dirty things in those lifetimes uh, uh, that we have eaten, uh, it would be higher than Mount Meru uh, if we were to pile them up, all these dirty things that we've eaten. On account of losing loved ones and friends, you have shed so many tears in the realms of cyclic existence that the ocean could not contain them. Uh, so here we, we lose our um, friends, we lose our family, we lose our uh, loved ones, uh, and we've cried uh, so much and have shed so many tears uh, that if we had those tears, uh, it would fill all of cyclic existence. Uh, and it says, uh, I, I'm sorry, if we had the tears that we cried in all of the different realms, in all of the different lifetimes within this uh, cycle of cyclic existence, uh, then the oceans could not contain them. So it means that they would be more than the oceans, uh, than the oceans. Uh, it says ocean, but oceans. The heads that have been severed from fighting one another if piled up would reach beyond Brahma's heaven. Uh, and then you have been a worm, and having been ravenous, you ate so much sludge that if it were poured into the great ocean, it would fill it completely. So and bugs uh, eat the various types of sludge and, and mud uh, um, and so forth. Uh, and if they added that up, all of the times that we were bugs or worms and ate that, uh, it would fill the great ocean. Um, so uh, this is all pertaining to number six, uh, and uh, we'll take a short break. Dumbatene, 
so on number seven in Jayan Sheba's uh, commentary is that we've uh, discarded, we've had many different bodies, uh, excellent bodies in our beginningless rebirths and it has been to no avail because we are still within cyclic existence. Um, so uh, this is number seven. Uh, and we find uh, the array of stock sutra states, remember that the infinite bodies which in the past you wasted senselessly on account of desire, now in this life truly seek enlightenment, take up disciplined conduct and thereby destroy desire. Remember the infinite bodies which in the past you wasted senselessly on the account of desire. As many times as there are grains of sand in the Ganges, you failed to please the Buddhas and ignored their teachings, uh, such as this. Um, so. Uh, it, one should be using the body um, and make the causes for uh, becoming liberated, make the causes for uh, becoming complete Buddhas. Uh, so that uh, um, up to this point we've had many bodies uh, with many qualities uh, and we are still here. <laughs> Ne 
Uh, 
uh, you waste it senselessly on the uh, account of desire. Now in this life, truly seek enlightenment, take up disciplined conduct, and thereby destroy desire. Uh, in our uh, previous lives, we've had infinite bodies. We've had uh, um, infinite uh, wonders of cyclic existence uh, that was, while we were in those bodies, we were able to enjoy. Uh, and we wasted uh, our time uh, in those bodies because of our desire, because of our attachment. Uh, so it's saying in this particular lifetime, uh, seek enlightenment, engage in the causes which re uh, cause a higher realm rebirth, engage in the causes which create liberation, engage in the causes which lead to complete Buddhahood. Uh, so do that in this life, since in previous lives we've wasted uh, those bodies, those bases, uh, senselessly. So take up disciplined conduct and thereby destroy desire. Um, so. Remember the infinite bodies which in the past you wasted senselessly on the account of desire. As many times as there are grains of sand in the Ganges, you failed to please the Buddhas, ignored their teachings such as this. Um, so uh, in, in these bodies, uh, um, and as many times as there are grains of sand in the Ganges, this has happened that we have not engaged in the practices which are the causes for higher realms or the causes for liberations or the causes uh, for complete Buddhahood uh, because that's how we please the Buddhas but we've ignored their teachings we've ignored those instructions and haven't engaged in them uh, and therefore uh, we are currently uh, where we are so instead of ignoring them we should engage in the practices uh, of them and be creating the causes for those uh, higher realm liberation and uh, Buddhahood results. Uh, so then even if you gain the vast wonders of cyclic existence, uh, they would be illusory. So if you gain these vast wonders, uh, all of the excellent things that you can have in cyclic existence, uh, they would be illusory. Bear in mind the countless bodies you have wasted in the past, experiencing limitless and pointless suffering, Consider that it will continue this way unless you make an effort to put an end to it. Develop a sense of disenchantment. So generate the desire to definitely emerge. Uh, generate renunciation, um, uh, knowing that you have uh, previously had countless bodies, uh, and now you have another one. So use this one for uh, um, a means to uh, uh, those higher results. Okay, so that uh, is still within number seven. Uh, and then number eight will begin with Jangawa's uh, quote. <laughs> Ne Jeepa? 
So, uh, number eight is that we develop renunciation by uh, recognizing uh, what the um, uh, um, the one thus gone, what the Buddha has presented to us, uh, um, uh, and then by reflecting again and again on it, uh, then we are able to. Uh, um, develop a sense of uh, a desire to emerge and it's self-teaching is self-lesson that's a yanjir core job right yeah that's the shenga shenga go to put that with this and go shenga shenga yi shenga shenga yi shenga shenga yi shenga yi shenga yi shenga yi Jedai Tari Sajajiwari ne uh 
So number eight, uh, we have reflect until you give rise to the kind of thinking uh, um, which is uh, um, a desire to definitely emerge. So reflect on uh, this until, until there is a desire to emerge. Um, so I'll explain uh, within this um, because there's more of an explanation than a title heading um, uh, in Jayan Sheba's outline on, on, on a lot of these. So. Uh, Chengawa said, Honorable teachers, how many bodies have you taken from beginningless time? Now, since you have never practiced Mahayana teachings, you must apply yourselves assiduously. So you've had so many bodies since beginningless time, over and over again. Uh, since you've had so many bodies, um, uh, um, and in those bodies, uh, uh, you haven't practiced the Mahayana. You haven't uh, um, achieved the goal of the Mahayana. And so now, since you once again have a body, uh, be very careful because you have an opportunity to practice the Mahayana. So practice the Mahayana. Um, uh, and so be careful and make sure you um, make use of this basis this time because previously we didn't. Um, uh, so it, then, it, then we have an, another quote uh, from Sampua. Uh, Rinpoche said is a uh, Kadampa um, spiritual friend, Geshe, Kadampa Geshe. Uh, in this cyclic existence, there are many turns of fortune for better and for worse. Do not stake your hopes on them. Uh, reflect until you give rise to this kind of thinking. After you've developed it, you must continually sustain it uh, in meditation. Uh, so this is the eighth point, or the eighth section in Giant Shaver's outline. Deekson. So now, when we look at the 
numbers, uh, the six types of suffering. We've gone through the first type of suffering, uh, and that is the fault of uncertainty. The suffering is the fault of uncertainty. In, in, in that, we have two categories, uncertainty in our future lives and then uncertainty in this life. Uh, and then the second category is the fault uh, of insatiability. Uh, and in this uh, particular section, Jayan Sheba uh, makes eight categories, which we've gone through. Uh, so we've gone through this first two, the first being two category, having two of its own categories, and the second having eight of its own categories. <laughs> Ruby, Okay. Rubatuna, Maguna, So, number three, uh, the fault of casting off bodies repeatedly. Um, we don't find any commentary for this particular one. Uh, so, we'll just read through it uh, as it is. A uh, friendly letter, Nagarjuna's friendly letter. Each of us has left a pile of bones that would dwarf Mount Meru. For each living being, if the bones discarded upon taking up new bodies did not disappear, they would tower over even Mount Meru. Um, so if we right now had the bones uh, that belong to our bodies in our previous lives, uh, and we were to pile them up, the pile of bones would be higher than Mount Meru. Uh, so uh, this is the, the fault of casting off bodies repeatedly, that we've had this many bo bodies, uh, like we have a body right now, uh, we've had uh, that many um, in our previous lives. And then that many meaning so many that it would pile as high as Mount Meru if we had them now. <laughs> What 
So number four, the fault of repeated rebirth. Uh, we find a quote from the friendly letter. If you look for the limit of mothers by counting with earthen pellets the size of juniper berries, the earth would not suffice. So if we were to try to uh, count the number of mothers that we have had in our previous lives and we were to take uh, this pellets that were the size of juniper berries and, and start to count them out one by one, uh, the entire earth wouldn't be enough uh, space um, for all of these uh, berry size um, pieces. Um, so uh, this is the point uh, that's made here in the friendly letter. Okay, so this is, there are three categories. The, the first category is, is again, uh, like we previously had, um, um, what is the origin? Where does this come from? So we have a friendly letter. Mm. Ale, Deba, 
Gluta um, so we had then the giant Sheba, this the Sum, the Congo Batambo, Congo Batambo, the Rendua, Congo Batua, the Sheba, Mai Tota, Jashu Renduta, Roldaja, my seven Jova, the Congo Batredua, the Congo Batje, then the Kajigi, Dobaji, Ronda Rebani, you gonna cover this. Ronda Rebani, you gonna cover this. The Nam, Sajan Jiggy, Mamma Jibby, Tonla Joanne, Sajan Jiggy, Mamma Jibby, Tonla Joan, Kajig, or the Logundus, the Tunda Maris, or the Utelsaju Maris, the Indrebas, the Tombales, Gunta Puna. Jibungajiki, Sachimbi, Sachimundele, Jashuki, Sugutanje, Rulishete, Dadan Dag Mau, Dene, Dag Mai Maus, Maushe, Dorashena, Gulunta, Sachimundi in Jimbane, Chekhawa, Saint Zebra Juchi, Manaji, Manaji Majubane, Tata Maino, she. She ranki, ranki mane, tea mala subi, rembajinto, jugua tumba tai shetans, with a long duba in the mother. That's a long duba jet. That's a tari bedruba to what the jule, jule chan, and a tota shesum be aged, rebedroom and all. The nay, the tambo, long nipa, jibi. Okay. Uh, so then the second uh, category is um, a presentation of a correction by scripture, and then the third category is correction by um, um, correct sign, by, by using correct signs or reasoning. Uh, so those are the three categories that Jayan Shiva presents. So first, the origin. Uh, second, uh, um, uh, um, correction by way of scripture. And then correction by way of uh, analysis, reasoning, correct sign. Uh, so it says, 
Earlier scholars took this to mean that each palette represents a living being who has been your mother, but this is incorrect. The clear words explanation of friendly letters cites a sutra, which indicates that it refers to the line of matrilineal uh, predecessors from one's own mother to her mother and so forth. For example, O oh monks, if someone took from the uh, vast earth pellets the size of juniper berries and set them aside saying, this is my mother, this is my mother's mother's uh, mother, then monks, the clay of this vast earth would be exhausted, yet the line of matrilineal, uh, matrilineal predecessors would not. Uh, so that's where the scriptural um, correction is. Uh, and then we get into the uh, reasoning, correction by reason. Then <laughs> So we have the origin from the friendly letter. If you look for the limit of mothers by counting with earthen pellets the size of juniper berries, juniper berries, the earth would not suffice. Then we get into the scriptural correction. Earlier scholars took this to mean uh, that uh, each pellet represents a living being who has been your mother. So here, this is the uh, what the um, other scholars posited, which is going to be corrected. That this particular quote was referring to uh, one's uh, um, continuum of uh, mothers, and it's actually talking about in this lifetime or in one's life, looking at the actual lineage of mothers uh, that one has had. So we find this correction that's made first by way of scripture, 
so it says, this is incorrect. The clear words explanation of the uh, friendly letter cites a sutra which indicates that it refers to the line of matrilineal possessors, predecessors, predecessors from one's own mother to her mother and so forth. Uh, so here's the actual scripture that um, presents it. For example, O monks, if someone took from the vast earth pellets the size of juniper berries and set them aside, saying, This is my mother and this is my mother's mother, then monks, the clay of the vast earth would be exhausted, yet the line of matrilineal possessors would not be, would not. Uh, and then we get into the reasoning. Again, the reading of these former scholars is wrong because Nagarjuna's text says the limit of mothers. You should understand how this causes you to be disenchanted as follows. And then we have a quote from the uh, 400 uh, verses. That's one part of what it means that I'm going to judge you. They're going to seven day ten waters. They're going to do what they're going to do. Some are going to seven day ten waters. And the Jew. Okay, so um, it looks like the number uh, two and three are actually one category. So the scriptural uh, correction and then the uh, re correction by reasoning that's actually a category. So there's a third category that's separate from that. So we have origin, and then we have a category which contains these two, scriptural correction and then uh, um, a correction by way of reason. And then number three uh, is uh, understand how this causes you to be uh, disenchanted. Um, so uh, this is the third category, how this causes you to be disenchanted, how this causes you to uh, have renunciation. And then we have a quote from... Arya Davis, uh, 400 verses. <laughs> Tangasuati, <laughs> Jebasan Dabaina, then Nasu Tonsuna, and the coaling about the shigering and you sabajing orders, Tona Kala, Jim and Joe, Manu de Jungre, Shesumba Taza. Shesumba Taz, Jim Parker, Malawi, Jim Parker, Malawi, Sansinke, Chejoa, Kayu, Jukayu, Kuyu, Drugamba Chambula, Tato, Joa, 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 Tata, Jesuitimi, Tune, Tuzinje, Nabakumaziba, Shao, She, 
Sombatar Shibashaos, what about what they do about lady is at it? Tia Bayon, Dina June Patuma, but Sinja Chigi, Joe Hamahamas and June Tahatil Maris, Lesson, June Patu, Malabis, Lesson, Chambola Tato, Tatar Santana, and then calling a banjo and no samba. Joe Chingres, Joe Atan, Tatan, Jesu Timbi, Twizy Number Gumba, Zizos, a Twizy Number Gumba, Tatan Jesu Timbi, Twizy Number Tak, calling a banjo and no samba, Gumba Chuate, Ziso, Sumbatara, Sebasha, whatever he said. Ancient Tinjabo, Okay, so that we have the quote from 400 stanzas that says you should understand how this causes you to be disenchanted as follows. The 400 stanza says, You cannot see the initial cause of even a single effect, seeing how vast the causes of even one effect are who could not, would not be frightened. So we look at one person uh, and we look for the initial cause of that person. And as a Buddhist, uh, we assert that there is a beginningless rebirth, so we can't posit uh, some kind of first. If we were to try to count and, and arrive at one, uh, we would not be able to. In the uh, non-Buddhist tradition, and for instance in Christianity, there is an assertion of a first. Uh, um, because of the, um, there is an assertion of a creator God, uh, therefore, uh, since we have this uh, production by other uh, God, um, we can posit a, a way to count. We can find a first. But in the Buddhist tradition, it's not possible to find first uh, because we um, have this um, um, previous life, previous life, previous life, uh, and we can't come up with a first when we're looking at it in terms of cause and effect. Um, so... Uh, if we even look at uh, one person, we're not to be able uh, uh, to find uh, an initial cause of even a single effect. So the single effect is meaning of one person. So imagine, it says, seeing how vast the causes of even one effect are, uh, who would not be frightened? Um, so when we're looking at, um, 
how many causes, and we're looking at infinite causes, we're looking at beginningless causes to create this result that we're looking at here. It says, who would not be frightened? Who wouldn't want to emerge? Who wouldn't want to get out of cyclic existence if one knew this infinite uh, um, uh, um, time that we've spent in cyclic existence? And then Chandrakirti's commentary on this says, so many of the Indian commentaries are very difficult to read. Uh, this particular commentary uh, by Chandrakirti on Arya Deva's 400 verses reads in a similarly to uh, a Tibetan text. Uh, so it's very clear and very easy to understand, uh, whereas many of uh, his other writings and other Indians' writings are, are very difficult to understand. Uh, this particular text is very clear and easy. And it says, It is right to cultivate a sense of disenchantment, a constant sense of disenchantment and a corresponding mode of conduct in the face of this vast wilderness, cyclic existence, where movement is difficult on account of the dense forest of ignorance whose reaches cannot be measured. Um, so, uh, and previously, uh, I forgot one thing, Rinpoche uh, defined renunciation according to the three principal paths. So he was saying renunciation is this day and night uh, um, wishing, uh, seeking transcendent uh, liberation. Uh, uh, seeking liber if you're day and night seeking uh, liberation, and then that means you have experienced uh, transcendent renunciation. Um, so this is what we're speaking of when we're speaking of this disenchantment. Uh, we're speaking of renunciation, and, and again, renunciation is defined uh, um, by uh, um, Lama Tsongkhapa's own text, Three Principal Paths, uh, where it speaks of um, um, uh, aiming for freedom all day and night, and you experience transcendent renunciation. Uh, so that'll be it uh, for today. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so the next one, there are uh, nine categories. Uh, so we'll do that in the future. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, so we'll have the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Um, and uh, thank you again, everybody, for your patience. Maybe next week or the week after, um, I'll stop uh, bringing uh, the dog that many of you might hear on the uh, cassette because uh, it's becoming distracting. Um, and I think she's old enough to be alone. So thank you again for your patience with it. Um, concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offering. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Ozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. Whatever dedication serves as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Abhulateshvara attends in Gatsa and may stay until some summer's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, uphold the scriptural and realization of doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptionalism and perseverance, Sujivam Chigutsi Shapi Denon, 